0: Hello everyone, welcome back. This is the Two and a Half Asians podcast coming to you from a very unlikely location. (laughs) That's right. We have our very first guest star of the season. And we didn't just get an ordinary student. Not just an ordinary teacher either. Not a head of department, not a dean. We went straight to the top, Nikki, didn't we? The top dog. The top dog, (laughs) the boss lady, the head honcho. (laughs) Because that intro was so good. It was great. Great, Jess. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you might have guessed who it is by now, hearing that iconic voice. I think we hear it very often. Who is sitting at the desk, Nikki? Miss Segundati! Welcome, Miss Welcome.
1: Thank you very much, girls. What a thrill to be invited along. It's great to be here with you.
0: I'm very glad you could join us. So, as this second edition of the Merry Word for
2: 2022, mm. the, uh, the issue is about multicultural
0: multiculturalism, diverse. diversity. And we thought, who not better to interview than our very multicultural, um, I was about to say president, the <laughs> principal, they all start with P, um, of the school, and well-known Italian yes. in this teaching staff. Ms. So, Nikki, do you want to ask about So, tell us about your cultural background. So, where were you born
2: um, about like your family history, do
1: you have like dual citizenships or that? Yeah, okay, well thanks for asking, thanks for showing an interest. I was born in Australia, I was born in Wollongong, okay. in Wollongong Hospital, oh. yes, I'm a girl from the gong. Um, <laughs> both of my parents were born in Italy however, so nice. my, my cultural background um, is Italian. My father migrated to Australia when he was 21 years old, so he was already... A young man, and um, he had a few, two, two brothers and a sister at that stage who were already here. Actually, three brothers and a sister, uh, and he um, had tried to find work outside of his home, um, and so he'd lived and worked a bit in Germany and Austria, and then thought he'd join his brothers here. So that gives you a little bit of an understanding there. There's more to that story, as you'd imagine. Um, Whereas my mum migrated to Australia in 1964, she was 14 years old, so she came with her parents and her sister, her older sister. Uh, And a little bit like um, the stories that you shared with me before, my grandfather came to Australia post-World War II, as did many Southern Europeans, given the state of Europe after the war. Uh, and he came to Australia because Australians were looking for workers and um, so he initially intended to come for just a little while Mm -hmm. and then he did go back to Italy um, but he realised when he went back that there was still no future there for his children, he saw how much opportunity there was here So he and my grandmother decided to migrate. And interestingly enough, my nonna said, if I leave my homeland, I will not return. And she didn't until the day she died. She lived in Australia, whereas nonna did return. But it was too much heartache for my nonna having left family and culture and community. Um, So mum grew up here, mum went to school and to university. She studied to be a teacher here. I went to the same school she did. Uh, And my dad ended up establishing his life here and they met here. We're from a place in Italy, the region is Puglia. So if you imagine the boot, along the heel of the boot on the Adriatic, down the bottom. Southern Italians Italians is where we are. Um, So opposite, on the other side of Naples, closer to the Greece side of the Mediterranean there. And um, I do have dual citizenship, Nikki. I'm very proudly so. Here's a little interesting side story. My mum married my father in Australia at a time when to do that would mean... Actually, before she married dad, she had to give up her Italian citizenship so that she could apply for a scholarship Mm -hmm. at Teachers College. Uh, Then she married dad and regained her citizenship through marriage, which drove her mad, the (laughs) fact that she only regained it through marriage. Um, But I have my citizenship through my father, so I'm registered in Italy as well Lovely. as in Australia. Yeah, I'd love to have very you proudly, sure. So, how visit? How
2: often
1: do you visit? Really? Um, oh, look, as as often as I can. Um, it's interesting. First time I I went to Italy, I was 14 years old, um, and I went with my uncle and my two cousins. And luckily, I got to meet my grandmother for the first and only time. She passed away a couple of months oh. when we got back. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, girls. I don't know if you've had this experience going to the country of your parents' birth, but I distinctly recall landing in Italy and just thinking, "Oh, this is going to be interesting." There's a little piece of the puzzle that I could already tell was coming yeah, it connects, together.
0: Really. Like, yeah,
1: and you can start to understand why your family does the things it does. That's
0: true. You, you know, see them immersed in the culture that. When it's everyone doing it, yeah, right? It makes, it makes sense. Not yeah, just yes. your
1: family doing exactly. it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so think, um,
0: um, go on, sorry. Kaya. Say,
1: Kaya.
0: Uh, when whenever I um, go to India, which hasn't been for a while, but I, re- I remember like there's this really distinct smell that when you land in India, that you just you know automatically where you are, and it's like, and it's like I think the hustle because India a very populated um, country, so the hustle and bustle, like landing and everything, kind of just. It, it might be a bit, like, chaotic and stuff, but I feel like it's actually quite comforting to me, I yeah. guess, because you've known... It's the familiar
1: ahead. coming back, right? Exactly. Even though you weren't growing, growing up a with place it. you've never
0: been before, but it's like, it's like you've been there already. Yeah. yeah I don't exactly. know. Yeah. That was a
1: distinct yeah. feeling I had the first time, and I continue to have every time I, I visit I Italy. There's that. another layer... One of the sounds that uh, where I know I'm in Italy is the clinking of the espresso bars in the morning where oh, they bring out the little yes. espresso and you stand yes, at the bar and have the coffee. Yeah, uh, that's a distinct you. Italian sound yeah. in my mind. Really yeah. to Italy and yeah. just, that was
2: like one of her favourite parts. Yeah. Like, she
0: didn't even yeah. like coffee, but like, she like, loved the feeling. Yes, yeah, the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. for our listeners, if Kaya sounds a little bit tinny, she is coming from a <laughs> Zoom speaker... <laughs> Um, yeah. she's sick at the moment, so we brought her virtually with us. Mm. Um, I had a follow-up question. I can't remember, I should have written it down. Um speaking of espresso though, do you think food is a big part of your culture growing up? Did you have a lot of Italian food? I did. It's all I had and I
1: didn't realise it was Italian food, I just knew it was food. Yeah,
2: makes yeah, okay. <laughs> sense. I've always wondered if like the that. Greek people like viewed their Greek salad as just salad. Yes. And this is what
0: I thought, like do French people in France think like French toast, is it just normal toast? Yeah. Oh, Who can we yeah, ask about
1: it? Like I think you'll find the French don't even have what we call French toast. Oh. Is it just So here's a fun fact. For example, the spaghetti bolognese that we would all know about in Australia, yeah. it's not very bolognese. it's not the bolognese you would get in Bologna. Oh, right? right? So yeah. yeah, I think that's what's interesting about food and culture, isn't it? And particularly for us in Australia where these this infusion oh, of so many different ones yeah. over generations mm. is that one influences the other. Place, person, time, in history, it all influences the other. So, um, yeah, that's that's. It was a big part yeah. of my upbringing. Um, I, if I go out for Italian, I'm very picky, as you would imagine. Oh, yeah,
0: you get the best. As in an room, Italian,
2: this is a very, very controversial, guys. Okay, speak
1: up, You won't got to hear this.
2: What are your thoughts on pineapple on pizza?
1: <laughs> Doesn't it belong there? It has no place on a pizza. Exactly. Well,
2: there
0: you go, pizza, I, pizza I lovers. I agree completely, I uh, agree completely. Hawaiian
1: you? is one of my favorites. Oh. And you know, a good pizza should not have too many toppings,
0: mm-hmm. like three max. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Italian yeah. food?
1: Oh, uh, look, anything that my, it's a shame when you lose your grandparents, isn't it? Anything my mm. grandmother would have cooked. But my mum does a very good risotto. Oh, and she oh. makes the best tiramisu. Oh, um, I love tiramisu. Yeah, I've got lots of favourites. That's why yeah. I don't often,
0: unless oh, I know yeah. it's
1: going to be good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's interesting also, I don't know if you were going to go there, but um, even like the language piece, like when you were saying, mm. are there things that, from your childhood? Yeah. Or I didn't realise it was italian food that's just what we had and yeah. then i'd get to school and other people might look at us a little bit differently because they didn't know what an eggplant was yeah. whereas now yes. eggplants everywhere <laughs> and the same with language like i remember learning um english words for certain things for the very first time because right. i only yeah. ever knew the italian, italian word yeah. for it you yeah. know you must be out yeah. atal-
0: yeah. italian fluently yes and
1: yes can you
0: write and read in it well? yes yes oh, wow was yeah. that something you learned growing up in your
1: I was very lucky, where I um, my parents were very conscious of wanting me to ah, learn Italian, yes. and also That's because of my grandparents. My mum was a teacher for many years, so I went back right. to school after she had me. So my grandparents yeah. took was care she, of us. Was she
2: the person mm. who inspired you to go into teaching? Or? In
1: some ways, I'd say yeah. I'd say so. Um, I think. There was a big, strong, a a very strong influence in my life, of my family and and our values and and my grandmother and my mother. The language piece, I just had learnt it both English and Italian at the same time and then you start to go to preschool and school and then mum taught Italian so I would go with her Mm. um, on Saturday mornings. You know, when you might play netball, I would go to Italian school. (laughs) <laughs> um and then I studied Italian all the way through to HSC and yeah. university and yeah. it's one of the areas I can yeah. teach in. Wow. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Loved my languages. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
2: I I always like I went to China school or Chinese school yeah. once, but I absolutely hated it. I think I was like sitting there on the chair. I wanted to go home, mm. and I was just I did because I learned Chinese just from picking up its yes. from listening to my parents mm. and yes. like. I remember there like sitting there because I, I didn't understand anything that was going on yeah and I felt like really like strange and then I remember crying because there was recess and then the Chinese teacher she didn't let me have any seaweed and I was just like my where's mind, the like, I justice I in the world really <laughs> Nikki really I know and then I never went back so I think I feel like if I stayed I probably would like learn how to read right now yeah. but, but I think would I you say know you, how you know it
0: fluently yeah I know how to speak fluently so I can like yeah. I just can't yeah, right. I think that's kind of sad because yeah. my mum doesn't speak a word mm. other than English, which is kinda of funny because she's an EALD teacher in primary school, which yes. is English is a second language. Um, however she doesn't speak anything else. Yes. Um, but my grandma on the other hand she can speak Cantonese and then dialect of Malay and then Malay itself. And I just never got taught it. No,
1: I think that's a really interesting thing for us to reflect on yeah. as a country as well. So I know for me, I'm very, very grateful of that mm. approach. And if I think, for example, my uncle, so my mum's younger brother who was born in Australia, was born in, in the 60s, when he went to school, you were trying to fit in.
0: That's and true. so you
1: didn't want no to, thing. yeah and he had to speak Italian to his parents at home because my grandparents didn't speak in English. Yeah. But it very much was a different era where you assimilated as much as you could. Um, and there wasn't as much as acceptance as I hope there is today. Yeah. And then if you think about how richly diverse we are in this country, yet as a nation we've not placed, I don't believe, sufficient value on yeah. diversity it's of languages.
0: Language. It is a gift. It really is.
1: It is a gift. And I
0: think, um, as my mum was saying, when she went to school, I mean, to put it bluntly, she was said, I'm the only Asian person mm, at the school. Mm. And, I mean, I lived in Brisbane for a year. And even then, when I was in year one, and they were saying, you're lovely, you black hair. and Wow. Because it was, it was so different to have, like, a person of culture, yeah. I think. And, I mean, now I think it's more diverse, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. And
1: I think that that's something we should be really proud of here at, at NORMO, and, and yeah, need yeah. to celebrate it a, a bit more. Diversity. I don't know if you agree with me, Kaya, but I, I, I think the the di- richness of people's cultural diversity can only bring lots of perspective and it pushes you to think differently, doesn't it? Really it does. When someone's it's got definitely. a different background or yeah. a different life experience. Because their to ideologies yours. are diff- just different. What you've been yeah. taught in another country,
0: I and views yeah. on everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Politics and environment and everything. You
2: know, I especially remember in primary school, I was still like, I'm not ashamed, but you know, because it was like different to be like Asian. Um, so I remember having my friend over for a sleepover and instead of like having what my family was cooking, I would just order pizza. And then- That's true. Uh, and yeah. And then I remember meeting up with her last year. Did Kai just die? We just lost Kai. Oh, no. oh okay. Yeah. Um, and
0: yeah. Mickey's laptop just died everyone, if you're wondering. Hi is gone. Uh,
2: okay, I'll resume my story. <laughs> so um, I just died. <laughs> anyway, so, digitally, digitally, digitally early. died. Um, and I remember meeting up with her last year, and she was saying like how the food always smelled really good, yeah. and then we would always just have pizza, and I was like, really? I never knew you felt that way. And I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, no, I wish I always had that like your food and stuff. It's like, oh. Okay.
0: And it was like when I went to Nikki's yeah. house for the first time. um, I don't know, she was like, oh, like, have fun talking to my, I don't know what she said, but I took my shoes off at the front of the door, because I'm just used to that, you know, going into my house, I take my shoes off, and Nikki goes, wow, you know, the way to please my mom is just take your shoes off the front door, (laughs) and she's immediately your favourite kid, and I was like, I mean, I didn't do it on purpose, but.
1: But it all, I mean, what, listening to both of you speak, it it takes time, and there's Mm -hmm. waves, but time itself's not going to change. Attitude correct. The other way that people live. Yes, that's right. That's right. It's what's important. I recall the stories my grandfather used to tell of when he firstly came to Australia and, you know, you couldn't buy olive oil in this country. And you couldn't buy well no, of course there were many things that we all take for granted now that the Italians would either have to make themselves or try to find other ways to start to import, which is why you get lots of Italian delicatessens and things, right, which now for us is normal. And Nonno used to tell the story when he was looking for a colander and he didn't know the English word for colander. Mm. And so he had to describe it and he described it as water go, pasta stop. (laughs) 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 And they couldn't. I love that. a shop That's that would sell him a water <laughs> go pasta stop so they had to make one up they had to create yeah. one with holes uh, to create yeah, the so colander
0: though, yeah. yeah wow
1: yeah so thankfully right now we're yeah. all eating prosciutto and bruschetta oh, yeah. And, yeah. and ramen oh, goodness. And, so good. and goodness knows laksa yeah. and goodness knows and what else
0: part of that is we had a question here and it might mm-hmm. be a bit sensitive but mm-hmm. have you experienced any like stereotypes maybe growing up being Italian? Yeah, of
1: course I have. Um, yes, I, I... I, There's a lot of conscious and unconscious oh, yeah. bias that, that we experience and I think there's um, one example that comes to mind is everyone presumes that, um, you know, you're a certain way of what you're allowed and not allowed to do. Like when mm. I was younger, for example, you know suggestions that oh your dad must be strict because Italian girls aren't allowed to do anything well actually my dad was and continues to be very pro-women and very um not having the most traditional world views around women but obviously he was informed and he's informed by his background etc I think I've experienced that level of just assumption that's not based on getting to know me yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah um what else um, sometimes people are surprised, even when I go back to Italy, that I can speak Italian well. They mm. they presumed that, um, well, you're Australian, you can't yeah. speak Italian. I sort yeah. of have it's,
0: to. S- it's weird because yeah. it's like on Australians, it's like the bias on that side. Yes, and then you go to Italy, and it's yes. like because you're Australian. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't want to be that person, but like, I guess being half half, it's like, well, you're not. I mean, obviously, I'm not like the best example, but people. From other areas and it's like you're not fully this but you're not fully that and you know which
1: I, I think is I know, I you know again we the create same. these things as human beings and yeah. society creates it we over complicate things like who we are is made up of so many beautiful layers of diversity right you yeah. wouldn't be exactly the same as your sister
0: exactly, right the
1: same. but those influence that half half or a quarter or whatever you want to call Yeah, them, I, I wouldn't I try to limit how I look at percentages and just think these are the big influences in my life Um, and from a cultural perspective where my family is from and our cultural values and traditions has had a big impact on me Um, and I know even on the next generation after me with my niece and my nephew but in a very different way they know that their family background is Italian they very much identify themselves as Australian with an Italian background so we can overcomplicate things, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. And how we do we you... go into this
1: one? Oh goodness me! Watch out, folks. They've got something up their oh, sleeve. Okay.
0: One, one more sensitive, and will go lighthearted, yep. maybe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, uh, how do you think Loretto
2: deals with heavy topics such as like racism, sexism, homophobia, and like what do you think can be like done to ensure these topics stay relevant in our curriculum today? Mm. Look, I think and hope we handle it
1: well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's and hope and expect that it's done through the lens of our school values and of our mission statement and why we're here, right? That each individual is created in the image and likeness of God with their own particular personality that needs to be respected for the very dignity of that person. So how do we handle any of those isms or any... Um, if you like, um, any areas of our, our social construct that go, that can really push against what we say from that, that respect and community uh, lens is we need to talk about it to begin with. We need to acknowledge it. We need to allow it to come to the surface and not just presume that it either doesn't exist, or that everyone's experience of it is the same because yeah. it's not, right? So I think our, the fact that we talk about things hopefully as much as we can at a whole of school level, but really importantly that we're, we're living it and studying it at an academic level yeah. through the curriculum exactly. and then we're stepping back and we're actually brave, open and courageous enough to get to know one another, yes. particularly people who are different yeah. to ourselves to understand the lived experience of being a granddaughter of a Malay woman or, um, what do you call yourself, Nikki? Fully Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, um, you know, having um, Indigenous um, um, background and and, um, and trying to explore, even if perhaps some of our, our girls are only discovering that side yeah. of their cultural identity, I would hope that everybody feels... Free enough here to allow everybody to be themselves, but to also have those difficult conversations where if you don't ask that question, you never thought that you could ask each other. You may never know. I think Um,
0: think head, heart,
1: hands. I think. Yeah. Do it with your head. Learn about it. Mm -hmm. Feel it with your heart. Get to know each other, and then the hands and feet bit.
0: Call it out if you're seeing it, girls. I think even sometimes. I think I've done it before as well you kind of cautious to ask like someone's like ethnicity like yes the way it's worded it's like oh what's your background where are you from you don't want to be oh I'm like I was born in Australia yes like in the way that it's like yes. easy to ask yeah. yeah
2: I remember I was in a small like beach town on holidays and some I was with like one of my family friends and a man approached us asking us like where we were from and like automatically I just res- like responded like yeah I'm from Australia like I was born in Sydney and he was like Oh, like, he was like, oh, no, like, where's your, like, skin from? Like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Chinese. Like, my parents are fully Chinese and stuff like Mm. that. And I was like... It's It's um, weird. Yeah, because I I consider myself, like, Australian as well. That's true. Me too. Just Chinese, yeah. And then I think that's a good example
1: for us to remember as Australians that if you're not in a big multicultural city as we are, there are parts of our country that are very monocultural. Mm-hmm. So that gentleman's question could have yeah. been from a real curiosity. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And
0: honestly, for our listeners, if you have experienced this problem and you don't know what to ask something, I think ethnicity or background, and honestly, if you're just curiosity, it's the best It's the best yeah. way to go, I think, because yeah. I know I've done that before.
1: And the other yeah. side do that to that, Jess, say. is to also for us to consider and for your listeners to think about is how do you create the space where people feel comfortable enough? to ask, yeah, you know and then calling out the casual racism or casual sexism or casual um homophobia is an important part of standing up for each other yeah, yeah. and opening the blind spot around whether it's language or attitude or whatever it might be that's an important part
0: so. for being part yeah. of this community it's just, i feel like it's something we don't really think about mm. because you know it's there you just mm. don't want to deal with it mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we'll we've
2: got a little heavy heavy, heavy things. So we're gonna pull a little reverse here. <laughs> yeah. When <laughs> we talk to teachers, so let's talk about the base curriculum, Miss. Yes. How, how's, how's your faith, faith? How's your academic? Yeah. Your extracurricular. How's my
1: faith? My faith is feeling quite um, nourished at the moment. Mm-hmm. Two particular expe- experiences in the last two weeks of my life. The first one being the homelands immersion um, where I very much felt cradled by creation by being in the most amazing of landscapes, the majestic uh, heartland of this country and the open skies, the tall gum trees,
2: the sounds.
1: (laughs) I really felt like I was in the middle of the creation story as well as having my spirituality nourished by... Dr. Miriam Rose and other elders we met. And then on Thursday night I listened to Sister Joan, Sister Dr. Joan Chittister, a Benedictine nun, speaking about the modern day church and um, reminding us all that we can either just accept the state of things or acknowledge that we are all part of church community. And um, that she actually had a great phrase that I think you'd like, and it was um, time changes nothing, only people do like time will change nothing only people change the times yeah so my face feeling all right at the
0: moment thanks for asking honestly i want to skip to the e miss do you play any sports i've always wondered this
1: (laughs) but don't you remember when i needed to be taught how to run do you remember that couple of years ago? No. When no. Sophie Kavanagh was my my running coach? Were you not paying attention? Oh well, that's probably good. I
0: remember good. you participating in the like Queen of the Track. Yes.
1: Is that what well, you mean? I I had her coach me for 6 weeks. Wow, oh, wow. Cuz I thought if I'm going to do oh, this I'm going to do it see. properly. I'm going to Absolutely. the Queen of the Track and I'm going to learn. So yes. I don't play any sports, um, but I quite like sport. I follow um, a lot of sport. And yes, and I then I try to keep myself physically active a bit of um just training a bit of walking um a bit of pilates that sort of stuff oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but nice. I quite like sport proper yeah. football where the foot hits the ball you know okay. <laughs> the world game I quite like formula one as well I think oh, it's wow. a... I would fascinating right we could that? do another oh, podcast just on how that's <laughs> There's the a Formula leadership One. lesson in Formula One. There's a human society and behavior lesson just through the Formula One. I love wow. sport. Mm. I
0: wow. love that. Okay. I never, never in my life. Breaking news: Our
2: principal <laughs> is a Formula <laughs> One fan, guys. What do you know? But there you go. Okay.
0: All race car fans, come talk to Miss Uganoyi yep. if mm-hmm. you want to. Exactly. Never. Should we do? We had like rapid fire questions. Here we go. Okay, okay go. Favorite movie? Oh, I can't do <laughs> oh, <that> rapid <anymore>. fire. <laughs> First thing, that, last movie you watched? Oh, I don't know. Can I come back to you? you can. Favorite food? Oh, oh Italian. I, I love
1: Japanese. Oh, yeah. I love Japanese cuisine. I love sashimi. I love oh, any. Oh, yes. I love Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Mouth and water. Favorite singer or band? Mm. See how hopeless I am? I quite like Adele. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, but I, I don't really have a favorite. What and I often think? I don't know what I like until I hear it and then I don't know yeah, who's singing like, it, so I just true. sing along.
2: What are your opinions <laughs> on Taylor Swift? First? Uh, I've been converted. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good on the Loretta. To yep. a yeah. yeah, yes.
1: Okay. My niece Claudia converted me oh, to nice. Tay Tay, so yes. I'm now a fan. I, I do, do have yes. her album in my listening list, whatever they're oh, called. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, Favourite book? Of all time. Of all oh, time. Look, Pride and Prejudice would oh. have to be... Up there. I'm with
0: you. Just
1: finished Wuthering Heights, but Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay, that's a bit heavier. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice would would be it. Yeah. One that I can revisit and then still there's layers in there to learn from, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do you
1: have any pets? No. No pets? No. I've got a couple of like plants (laughs) that I tried to not kill. (laughs) Would I want a pet? Well, I didn't grow up with pets. We had a dog oh. for a little while and that didn't happen. I quite like the idea of a puppy, but then who's going to take care of it? Yeah, it yes. yeah. yeah, I assume being a yeah. principal is very busy. Yes, yeah. and I can't really neglect things like puppies. Although the Year 7 boarders mm-hmm. would like me to get a dog for the school. Well, we do that have a, school...
2: a student said they were asking if we could get a therapy
1: dog. <laughs> <laughs> who's
0: going to care for it? We have a school possum. Yeah, and we have chickens. Yep. Chickens. Uh-huh. I've got about the chickens? The yeah. school possum. I've named him Frank, Um, if anyone wants to tag along with me. I
2: caught him, what's the one like the lemur from Madagascar? Julian. Oh, oh, Julian. King Julian.
1: There's a few Julian. names going around. I saw yeah. him this morning, actually. Yeah.
0: We should have a poll on that. What should we name the school yeah. possum? Because he's adorable. Yes. Um, Honestly, I think we've covered everything, and I have so many more questions, but... <laughs> This episode is getting really long.
1: Um, We're going to have to cut, cut, you know, yeah. I can talk forever. Yes. Oh. Sorry about that, girls. It's been great chatting oh, and hearing a little yeah. bit about your backgrounds yeah. and celebrating them and I'm, I love that you have this podcast going as a way of just <laughs> chewing the fat yeah. and making sense of life. Huh? Yeah. The more yeah, we do that together by chatting, the better Absolutely. we become at getting yeah. to know each other.
0: And a sneak peek into the principles. Growing up? yes, culture.
1: Yes. Lots we more need stories those there. More often.
0: Do you yeah. just yeah, just watch out? QA's with everyone <laughs> yeah, in the school. Yeah. We love those. Yeah. It's it's so, great. Great. thank you so so much for taking your time. My joining absolute us on this pleasure. Adventure. Yeah. I can't wait to learn from you the best way to cook that rice. <laughs>
2: Oh, you should pop into oh. our food tech class. Sometime. I will be there. Yeah, cooking <laughs> yeah. with the principal—that should be like a new yeah. like TV show. Yes. yes. Reality like. the reality yeah. uh-huh. Keeping Keeping Loretto reality at Loretto reality series. Keeping up with the Loretto girls. Keeping up with the oh, okay.
0: I might might just jump this question in because I have wanted to ask. Mm. Do you know the nickname that girls have for you? It's complete. It's nice. I, I heard. Do you Do you know what it is? It doesn't mm-hmm.
1: surprise me. Oogs. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad oh, you know. <laughs>
1: And interestingly enough, the girls at my previous school used to used to call me that, wow. which I found out about it a little later <laughs> on. So I don't know if it made its way across uh, after all these years or if you've just sort of landed there yourselves. You
2: no, know, I think one of my favourite nicknames for the teachers would
0: be for Mr Rafe, Rafe Fennetta. Oh, there you are. Yeah. I had not heard that <laughs> one. Uh, I, I say for Mr Ababin or Barbie because he's the complete opposite. Fair
1: enough, yes, a nice um, little yeah. paradox there.
0: Any other nicknames yeah. we keep to ourselves? Would you like I think
1: you, you should? should. I think you should keep all the rest I into the mystery world of
0: studenthood, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's only so much. We
1: all want right. To. Is well, there any
0: nickname you prefer to
1: be called? No, not at no? all. No. Okay. Well, <laughs>
2: thank,
0: thank you for confirming that. So
1: My
2: pleasure.
0: <laughs> thank you, girls. Thank Best you of you luck. Thank you, Liz, for joining <laughs> us. Till next time on the Two yeah. and a Half ages podcast, if only Kaya were here. Mm-hmm. Well, See you, Kaya. Right, Good luck Kaia. with the battery. Thank you very much. Yeah
2: and i don't oh know wow. how we can